Hi, this is Julianne with Life Edit and Design. And today's episode is going to be one of a series that I'll be popping in um, here and there. And it's part of a bucket list items series. So things that you could think about putting on your bucket list, maybe give you a little inspiration. Um, I do a lot with bucket listing. So if you go to my website, Life Edit and Design, you'll find a bunch there. Um, and I also build Notion pages based on having a bucket list lifestyle. So bucket listing is near and dear to my heart, and I wanted to give you uh, inspiration every now and again. So that's what this episode is for. It's just one particular item that we're going to focus in on. So for this item, I wanted to um, reference a movie. So if, if you've seen the movie New Year's, New Year's Eve, I believe it was called, and in the movie, uh, it's one of those amalgamation, whatever they call them, where there's a whole bunch of people coming in and out, a whole bunch of storylines moving through. And this one had um, Zac Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer in it. And in the movie, Zac Efron's a messenger boy, and he really wants tickets to this big New Year's Eve party. And he, on his deliveries, he gets to one of the places where the woman, who's Michelle Pfeiffer, who's a secretary down on her luck, very depressed, and she has these two tickets to the party that he really wants to go to. And so she strikes up a deal with him that if he helps her accomplish these 10 things on her bucket list, she'll give him the tickets to the party. So the whole, their whole storyline is how he interprets her bucket list and helps her achieve them. But what I loved about it was that he interpreted, the way he interpreted those bucket list items was really unique and kind of fun. And so one of the things on her list was she wanted to save a life. And like, like cool, like how, how would you help somebody save a life? And I think that his, his answer was great. He helped her adopt a pet. So he took her to a rescue place and she adopted a dog. And so she saved a life by rescuing the dog. But if you read into the storyline more, the dog also rescued her because she was so depressed and considering suicide. And here is this new life that she now has to take care of, a new responsibility that depends on her. And so it also saves her life. So it's a really cool storyline. And so my suggestion for you is that everybody should have save a life on their bucket list. I think that's such a great thing to have. I mean, you should leave this world a better place, right? Than you found it. And by saving a life, you're making a huge impact and you don't even know how far that impact will ripple, right? Just saving one life. What's that life going to do to help somebody else and somebody else and somebody else? So it's just a very, very cool thing. So I, I suggest that you put it on your bucket list as just at least one item and you try to do it even if it's just once. So how can you save a life? You know, that seems kind of like a daunting task, but as you can see, just rescuing a pet makes it kind of achievable for just about everybody. So obviously if you can't have a pet, doesn't mean that you can't rescue an animal of some sort. There are a lot of charities, a lot of organizations that rescue things like, say, a farm animal, like a pig or a cow, um, and you don't have to actually have the, the pig or cow at your house, but you can donate money to those kind of rescue farms where they will keep the animal and you're just donating money and they're, they're doing all the care. You're just helping by funding it. So that's one way that you can rescue an animal, even if you can't be, um, you can't have the animal if you're allergic to dogs or cats, totally understand, but there are other animals that can be rescued. There's a lot of charities that are specific, like there's a rescue greyhound program, um, there's rescue racehorses. So those, again, are other charities that you could donate to that will save the life of a horse or a greyhound uh, after their racing career is over. So very easy way to save a life. But what are some other ways beyond rescuing animals? 
one thing you can do is donate blood. And a lot of people do this. And if you don't, you haven't done it, you know, it's something to definitely consider. There's always a shortage. And it's the kind of thing that um, you can do regularly. So you can put it on your calendar that you do it twice a year. I don't know how much more than that. I think twice a year is probably the max that they allow, but I could be wrong. And you can just donate once or twice a year. And that's something you're, you're making a definite impact. You'll never know the life you saved, but you are saving somebody's life. So it's an easy thing. doesn't cost you any money. just cost you some blood. <laughs> but, right, you can do that. And there's, there's always a donation place everywhere you look. We have them at our library. We have them in offices. So it shouldn't be hard for you to find a place to donate or look up on the Red Cross on their website and you'll find something if you're in the United States. Another thing that you can do is um, become an organ donor. In the United States, you put it on the back of your license. You check a box that says you're willing to be an organ donor. So that's just another way that, you know, when your life is over, that doesn't mean that you have to, that you can't stop saving a life. So right at that point, you could have that already set up and you could also let your family know. I think that's important, not just checking the box on the back of your license, but actually letting your family know that that's one of your wishes because that is something that, people don't plan on, right? You can't really tell people when you're in a hospital that you're willing to donate an organ, right? Probably too late for you then. But if you can let people know ahead of time, that's a huge, huge way to save a life. And again, you'll never know the life you saved, but it's big for, for whoever whoever that individual is that's a recipient of your your organs. So easy way to save a life that doesn't affect you while you're alive, right? Um, other things that you can do, you can provide water, food, or shelter um, via a lot of different charities. There's so many out there. I mean, I don't want to recommend one because I don't know enough about the background. Like some charities are a little, uh, you know, take too much of the money for administrative fees or other fees. So you really want a company that puts more of it into the pocket of the organization or or the cause. So there's definitely um, plenty of charities out there for you that you can provide either food or shelter or water or go, in, go local, go into your own community, the food bank, the food pantries that you have in the area. See what you can do to donate there. And then again, that could be just providing food so it's not, um, not too expensive. Or you can also provide your time. That's what we do at the food bank here. We come in and we sort food. So as the donations come in, they need to be sorted into the proper categories. And so I'll go in and with my family, and we'll spend you know an hour or two on a Saturday sorting food that comes in. And a lot of farms do this. They take some of their produce that's damaged and they'll send it to a food pantry. So you could either do time or you can do money in that case and support food, you know, their local community with food and shelter. The other thing that I'm doing is providing tents and sleeping bags to the homeless in our area. So as I get donations from different people, monetary donations. Then I go out and I buy tents and sleeping bags. And in our area, I have to get pretty sturdy tents that can handle snow and sleeping bags that can handle those ultra cold temperatures that we have in upstate New York. But that's something that I'm doing that I'm hoping will save a life or at least make a life more bearable for somebody who can't get into a shelter. So they have something that keeps the snow and the wind and the rain off of them and something to try to keep them warm. So that's what I'm doing to provide food and shelter. You can do something similar and go through whatever organizations you have that help the homeless and provide just, even if you have an older tent that you're not using and a sleeping bag, think about that as a great way to save a life. What else can you do? You can purchase products that donate to one of those causes. So we talked about the you know, the water, there's a lot of different water um, companies. I think Life Water is one that I believe Starbucks uses um, that will take portion of their sales 
and help people in other countries where they don't have access to good, clean water. And will help get that water either filtered, cleaned up, or bring in water. So that's definitely something you can do is support other organizations with your purchases. So just the most, you know, it, the whole economy has changed, right? Now it's become more mission-based. Products are really realizing, or companies are realizing that their products need to support the environment and support humanity instead of take away from it. So the, the message of consumerism is starting to slowly change. Hopefully we'll see a lot more of it, but you'll see that it's now products with a mission and hopefully it eventually will be missions that happen to have a product. But for now, a lot of products, a lot of companies are having missions and they're trying to help. So you can look for a company that if there's something you buy regularly, look for the one that's trying to improve the environment or save people in some other way. So Another way that you can save a life is just through smart purchases. And I'm surprised there's a lot of people that don't know this, but if you do smile.amazon.com, if you're ordering things on Amazon, as long as you put smile.amazon in front, you can donate a portion of your your purchases to a charity. So there's a whole list of charities. People, The companies have to register, or the charities have to register with Amazon in order to be a part of the program, but you can find a list of them and you can, or somebody might be sending something out to you saying, hey, if you make your purchases on smile.amazon, you can select us as your charity recipient. You're going to be making the purchases anyway, right? Why not support an organization? And you can keep track of, I think they send you statements, I don't know if it's monthly, I believe it's monthly. They send you a statement of how much of your purchases is going to support that charity of your choice. So another way you could save a life that doesn't cost you anything, doesn't take any of your time, doesn't take anything other than putting smile.amazon um, into your search bar instead of just plain old Amazon. And then you can support a local charity or whatever, an international charity as well if you want. Um, other things that you can do, you can become an EMT or a volunteer EMT or a volunteer firefighter. There's such a shortage. Uh, my brother works for an ambulance company and there is a huge shortage right now of EMTs. They're just, people are choosing other life paths and they're not coming out of the certification programs at the volume that they used to be. So there's a huge shortage and there's gonna be more and more need for volunteers in that area. So that's something that you can do. It you know, takes time and money to do it, but I think that's huge. If you can save a life, if you're able to um, have the, the presence of mind to work well under pressure. I mean, obviously those situations where it's life or death, you really have to have the right kind of person to do that. So I know that's not for everybody, but if it is something that you've always thought about, maybe it's time to put that on your bucket list to become a volunteer EMT or a volunteer firefighter. There's certainly a huge need right now. What else can you do? You can participate in like environmental cleanups. If you have an area along the coast um, where there's maybe a lot of devastation coming through, a lot of seasonal things, or just some kind of natural disaster, or unfortunately a man-made disaster. There's always a, a environmental groups that are trying to do cleanups along the shores, um, or you could volunteer um, FEMA, that's the Federal Emergency Management Association, you could help volunteer for them. They do cleanups from storms, they do all kinds of, any kind of natural disaster they usually set up, and if you're in that area. It's another way you can save a life, it's just getting in there. People have been devastated. And for you to go in and volunteer time and help them, you know, recover whatever's left of their, their homes, or um, even if you're saving the wildlife in that area due to the devastation of a storm, that's a big thing that you can do. Again, it depends on where you are and if your geography allows you to, but um, 
definitely something to consider is volunteering when there is a natural disaster in your area. Or you can volunteer with a like an animal activist group. So there's a lot of groups that, again, you know, save the sea turtles where they're actually physically out on the coastline during the um, hatching season and they're helping make sure that the, the turtles get to the water. Or if you're down in Florida or some of the other coastal regions where there's dolphins, there's a lot of save the, the dolphin type programs, things like that. I can't speak from too much knowledge because where I live in upstate New York, there's not a whole lot of that going on. But, you know, you see the organizations, you read the stories. So it's definitely something if you've never thought of volunteering that maybe you just start to get into that now that with this, this idea of putting this on your bucket list. As soon as you put it on, then you start looking for solutions and you're going to start to see them and be creative in your thinking. And you'll start to find that there's a lot of ways that you can make an impact and a lot of ways that you can save a life. So I really feel that leaving the world a better place is something that we all have a commitment to do. It, it's something that's, it's just part of humanity. You, you need to do something. You, we can't always be taking. We have to be giving. And what better thing to give than to save a life? So then the question might become, well, this is all well and good, but you know, if I want to donate to a charity, you know, it costs money. Where am I going to come up with the money? So a couple suggestions. One is just to um, you either do the tithe method, which a lot of people will do, is they'll take 10% of their earnings and divide that up of, uh, amongst various charities, things that they're passionate about. And that's certainly something that you can do, but that might be a little steep for you, at least just starting out. So one thing that I've um, found is a, an easy strategy is to put money aside as it comes up. So say um, you decide to go without coffee for whatever reason, instead of just not going without coffee, take that physical money and put it in a jar. And then if you, or say you go to a store and you had a coupon, you saved two bucks, take those physical two bucks and put it in a jar. Or like if you're going out somewhere and you've spent, you know, you hand the, the cashier $20 and they give you $1.75 and change. Instead of putting that change in your wallet, go home and put that in your jar. It's an easy way that it doesn't really kind of have a big impact on you but it will start to fill up that jar. And at the end of the year, you can go and then take that money and donate it. One of the other things I've done is like if somebody, like we have a, a cleaning woman who comes to our house and if for whatever reason she misses a week, and it's every other week. So say there's one month where she only comes once instead of twice. So I can take that extra money from that one month that she didn't, or the one time that she didn't come and just take that money and put it in the jar. What I do recommend is taking the physical money, not just putting it on a piece of paper and kind of adding up the money, because then at the end of the year, when you go to take it out, it could be a large chunk, especially at a time when you're paying a lot of bills and you don't really want to, or you don't, can't really afford to take a couple hundred dollars at that point to donate to a charity. So I say, put it in a jar. You don't kind of feel the pain as the year goes by. Just keep putting money in there. Then you have that cash on hand that you can then put in the bank and write a check to your favorite charity or whatever, however you want to do it. And, you know, encourage other people. You know, this doesn't have to be just about you. You can have your whole family do it. And just say, hey, if you get 50 cents change, let's just put it in the jar. Teach your kids, you know, early on. Set that example that, you know, saving a life, that making a, an impact, being a, a contributing part of the human race is an important thing that they should all learn. It's, it's just a value that they should have is to always be giving, not be so much focused on taking, taking, taking. So I think that's a pretty powerful message and I encourage everyone, if you can, 
to put that on your bucket list. I, I, I don't see any reason why you can't. So everybody should put this on their bucket list. I know it's on mine. And I've also, you know, like I said, I'm doing my tents and sleeping bags and you'll find a creative way, a way that really works for you to become that person and to feel good. I mean, it's, it's not so much, it's not for you, but it is a nice side benefit that you do get to feel good. But it's really just because we're human and we should be helping one another instead of fighting one another. So I won't get in my soapbox about <laughs> you and race at large, but just put that on your list. I encourage everybody, if you have nothing else on your bucket list, have Save a Life on there and have some fun. Document how you've done it. Get creative and share it. Get other people doing this too. If we all saved a life, what would this world be like? How much better would it be if every person on the planet made an effort to save a life of an animal or a person just to make this world a better place? So that's all I have for you today. And as I said, you'll see other episodes um, here and there on bucket list items just to get you thinking and get you changing your life. And if bucket listing is something that kind of intrigues you, visit uh, Life Edit and Design. And there's a whole section on bucket listing right there. Dive in and start to come up with your own bucket list. I do a ton of work on bucket listing. It's kind of how I live now. And it's a great way to not be focused on errands and to-dos all day long, but instead kind of lift your head up above the day-to-day mundane and look at the bigger picture and look at how you can make your life more fulfilling and more enjoyable to live and how you can make it exciting. Bucket listing does not have to be about taking trips around the world. You know, bucket listing can be very small things or there can be very impactful things like saving a life. So I hope that you'll join me on the journey. Look for future episodes and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.